0: Hi ho, Michael the Host here, and welcome to the third episode of The Old Frog and Piggy Show. I'm very happy to bring you another episode on, basically just another episode of Muppets Now. Uh, This was a middling episode, kind of in between the first two, uh, in terms of quality, I'd say. Let's go to the news segment, which, as everyone should know, is the Muppet News Flash. Here's a Muppet News Flash! There is no news tonight. Now, really, the only news I have is, is an update, uh, and I'm sure you already knew about this, but I didn't, uh, is that the more of an, just an update from the last episode. I was talking about the Regal Eagle, uh, Regal Eagle Smokehouse. Uh, it is already open. I didn't realize that uh, because I am not super up-to-date on my news uh, for Muppets and Muppets-like stuff. Um, why I'm not, because I'm, I'm making a Muppets podcast is beyond me, but, uh, you know what? I'm also not a Florida resident. I'm a Canadian who doesn't always pay attention to what's immediately open at Florida theme parks. Um, so yeah, it's open already. It opened before the pandemic and it's open now, I assume. Um, so yeah, that's all the news for today because I don't have anything else and yeah, So let's get into Muppets in Review. Uh Now this episode, uh, again, as I was saying in the beginning, it was middling, it wasn't great, it was okay. Uh, I liked some parts, I liked other parts, kind of like the other episodes. But anyway, let's get into it. The through line backstage element of the show was uh, scooter trying to appeal to a quote-unquote focus group uh he- joe from legal came on the on the call uh, and told scooter we have, a, have to submit to focus group tests and scooters like okay fine whatever and then this all new app the Testomatic or something like that came up i don't know why you need another app for this why don't you just do it through your video chatting app Uh, I don't understand why you need a second app, especially for the two people that were the focus group, which was Statler and Waldorf. Two very old people who probably don't understand the internet. So they were the focus group, and they... I don't really know what they were testing, because this was the day of. It's not like they were submitting in a week or in a month. They They were watching it as... I mean, I get they weren't exactly uploading to Muppets now like they usually were. They're uploading to this testing app. Um, So I guess they weren't actually uploading to. Yeah, whatever. They clearly got past the testers because the episode was up. I don't. (sighs) The format of the show really confuses me. It really does. It's so frustrating I guess it would have been better if there had been more people in the group, in the focus group. Obviously, uh, a focus group of two, especially two habitually uh, offensive old people that, that don't like the Muppets and the Muppets don't like them. It's not a very good focus group. It's supposed to be a bunch of neutral parties, like kids or moms between 30 and 45. Not the two old guys that constantly harass the Muppets. That's not a very good focus group, Joe from Legal. Anyway... So, the first segment was Okie Dokie Cookin', and the guest today was Chef Roy Choi, who I have actually heard of. I mean, I heard of Danny Trejo, but I don't know him as a chef. This was actually another chef that I kind of know, and it it was definitely a weird episode. I do not understand why Beverly Plume is there. She is not a good host. She is disrespectful towards the towards Swedish chef all the time uh and she just belittles him and she is just not a nice person or a nice turkey uh I've I've seen it on a Facebook group that she that chef should be chasing her around not listening to her like the the guest is not the turkey the turkey's the turkey you turkey it's that kind of situation He, he should be chasing her to cook her not have her be the host I don't understand where Chef got her. Because this is supposed to be an unscripted show. It's supposed to be, like, all the Muppets kind of doing what they want. This does not feel like what the Chef wants. I can get that they would want an English translator for the Chef. But I I just don't like her. She's annoying, and I don't like her. She she talks bad about my boy. Anyway, uh, so... Swedish chef was on rice duty today he did not like it and then he rushed to try and do the same uh, the same dish as chef Roy Uh, it was by rushing I mean he grabbed a bowl of uncooked rice and a cow and that was the same dish apparently Next was Muppet Labs field test, and they were talking about velocity. Uh, it was a very interesting episode, actually. I really liked that they, that Bunsen Honeydew was like legit talking about a subject, a sciency subject, teaching kids about it a little bit of the history, uh, and made an invention. Very classic Muppet Labs, and th- and they did some tests. They even got this random uh, pizza guy to help them out. Uh, it was it was very good. And I really liked it up until the very end where they, uh, they're they're doing this kind of funny pizza throwing montage and they got some like raw ingredients from the pizza guy. I don't know where he was storing these or if he had to go back to the pizza shop and grab them. Um, but all the while, Beaker was just losing money, just paying the pizza guy for all this stuff. And uh, the very end, the pizza guy found a, a a cake that was for Beaker when, when Bunsen Honeydew first hired him. I don't know why he saved that. It's probably gone bad by now. They wanted to fling it at the, at the target and that was, I thought, very mean of Bunsen. Like he's not always, he's never the nicest to Beaker but he's never like, that's just really, really mean. I don't know. Like I I, I just didn't like that at all um anyway so and the pizza guy was calling him becky because it probably said beaky um instead of beaker so he was getting the name wrong haha laughter ensues um so uh, up to the cake part i really liked the field test segment but that cake part and like just wrecking it and also they went to go eat it after they celebrated the success of the experiment that's beaker's cake and Bunsen's just like, eh, it's fine, whatever, just don't worry about it. He's just very mean, I don't get it. Anyway, next was the lifestyle altogether with Miss Piggy talking about relationships, and I did not like this at all. So I guess this No, I like Pepe's thing, we'll get to that in a bit. But um, I didn't like this segment of lifestyle altogether. Um... It was just. I, I'm really getting tired of the the title card bit. I'm getting tired of it. Not liking it. And the fact that she sees it in the moment is still dumb to me. She should not be able to see the title card. She should be making those comments after when they're editing, not while they're filming. Um. And. Yeah, again, I really didn't like this, the, like the date with, Ta- with Tay Diggs, uh, and just like trying to do one of those uh, lights out dates, where you're in complete darkness, did not work for me because Uncle Deadly is not kind of tr- is not trained for that, uh, and it just Piggy just got all the spaghetti all over her face. Not a fan of it. Uh, and then the Le chat room, uh, it kind of just devolved between Kermit and and in the chat room we had of course Libby um, Linda Cardellini we had Kermit and we had Beaker again why do we have a non-speaking character I do not understand Beaker didn't add one single thing to this nobody asked him about any relationships he has if he has a girlfriend or whatever nobody asked Beaker anything for there to be like a Non speaking joke for them to be like, yeah, whatever. They didn't even acknowledge him. He was just there to have a fourth person so there wasn't like blank space. I don't like it. Um, and it it was, they were implying that Kermit and Piggy are still not together. Like they didn't get back together at the end of the Muppets ripoff or the um, office ripoff. I just, I. Sometimes the. It's kinda of like what I was saying last week. The the fact that there is no continuity to the Muppets is just so aggravating to me. Um, there's no canon. So at the end of the the Muppets ripoff, spoilers, if you really wanted to see that, um, like they were broken up throughout the entirety of the first of the first and only season. Um, and in the last two or three episodes they were like like kind of starting to look at each other longingly again, and they were saying the right things to each other, and in the season finale, when Piggy was going to go off to like, I don't know, Aruba or something uh, for vacation, for the season break of their late night show that didn't come back, uh, Kermit went on her plane, and they went to Aruba or wherever it was together. And I just... what? So they clearly rekindled their love there so what's going on with them in muppets now is it was piggy was talking about oh i can show you i can tell you what what are the signs for something not going well like are they together but she's just rubbing in the fact that they were not together are they not together and it was a bad breakup is piggy just a mean person well we already knew that that's yes that's beside the fact but is she just digging the knife in? I don't understand. And, I mean, it also implies, I mean, Kermit's always been kind of a flirt, so him kind of saying, oh, let's get coffee, Linda. Uh, maybe, you know, let's talk later. Let's chat later, whatever. Um, kind of implies that they're not together. So what is going on? Just explain a little bit, please. I would really appreciate that. Um, So again, I just, I didn't like that one. It was not a good episode of Lifestyle all all together. And the final segment was uh, Pepe's Unbelievable Game Show. And it was pretty enjoyable regardless. Um, Two people, they were doing a, they did a lightning round. They did a makeup challenge on, on themselves and a little bit on each other. And then it was judged by Piggy, who actually who made a pretty good kind of sight scare gag. Oh my God, who did that to you? Uh, it, was, it was pretty good. I liked it. The special guest for the bonus prize was Angry Carl. Big Angry Carl is his name. Um, and the prize was in his was in his mouth. So the the lady who won, she gets she has to go in his mouth and pick up this old telephone i guess carl antiques i don't know whatever and then that was the end of the episode it ended with piggy calling scooter saying hey i heard you're doing focus testing and i want a focus test and Scooter's like well the stars shouldn't be doing the focus test but whatever uh what's your favorite part about miss piggy miss piggy and piggy's like oh well there's too many things to count it was a very middling episode um, if you count the focus testing as a like the the backstage segments as a whole segment, uh, it was definitely a two out of five for me. Should I start rating these episodes in out of five scales? let me know. I probably will. So yeah, I a two out of five for sure. I would say the last the the episode two if I'm gonna catch up on my ratings. So it was a four out of five for the second episode and I would say a... A two out of five for the first episode let's get into the Muppet labs so we can talk about Muppet toys and right now I'd specifically like to talk about the Muppet selects toys that uh, didn't get very far let's say so there are currently currently there are only four waves which is not a great wave especially I mean, you got multiple characters in those waves in each package, so you would get, or most of the packages at least, you would get two to three characters per uh, per box, and it was about I, in Canadian it was about thirty five dollars ish, um, which was not terrible, um, but it's not great for two uh, one twelfth scale figures. It wasn't terrible. What I really didn't like is that they sold out they, they stopped making Muppet Selects at Four Waves. Um, I really don't like that they didn't continue it and they discontinued it for Kingdom Hearts Select which I don't even know if it's still going on. Mostly because we haven't heard anything about anything in toy news recently but Kingdom Hearts Select is, has probably been eaten up by The bring arts line and i know i'm going into a lot of words that don't necessarily go together um, for toys but my point is that it was unjustly cut off at the legs for a toy line that then also got cut off at the legs which is unfortunate something that i would love to do to fix it is give the license to hasbro hasbro has been killing it with the six inch scale figures recently and for the longest time, as far as I can tell, I mean, forever, they they did Transformers. Hasbro still has Transformers. They have, they started uh, Star Wars: The Black Series, and that's going on pretty strongly right now. The only the only flop that they really had has been Overwatch. I think it was called Overwatch Ultimates, which was, I don't really know why that kicked the bucket. Uh, as far as I know, it's not. It hasn't done very well, and then they stopped making figures for it. Um, Then they just came out with G.I. Joe Classified. Uh, They just started making figures for that. And uh, they're in Wave 4? No, they they just revealed Wave 6 of Power Rangers Lightning Collection. Uh, So they've they've got a pretty good track record for a unified... Oh, and of course, Marvel Legends. I didn't mention that. Um, Marvel Legends has been killing it recently. So what I propose is that they make a line of figures sort of... I wouldn't call it in the... Th- I would probably put it in the three, three-quarter inch range-ish. Um, maybe a little bit smaller, maybe three inch. But whatever the scale is that they did for the Baby Yoda, the child in The Mandalorian, they made a Marvel Legends of him. And that's probably about two inches, two and a half inches. I don't know. Um, make them slightly bigger than that. Maybe three... Let's just say three and three quarters. I'd have to look at what my uh, Muppet selects are. Anyway, make a line. I don't know. Call it Muppets Rainbow Collection. Or Muppets Now. Or Muppets Classic. Or whatever. Anything. Um, and I think if you put enough love into it, like they've been doing with Power Rangers and they've been putting doing with star wars and and i mean and marvel and i mean transformers has been going on for almost 40 years i'd say and i think if they put as much love into a muppets line that they do marvel legends and again the the star wars and the power rangers that they've been doing uh it can be a great line uh you put some accessories in there you put you give it a, a decent set of articulation and you're golden i just want a good muppets line i don't know if it would necessarily sell it might go the way of overwatch ultimates it might and i don't know if they would necessarily get any farther than the muppet selects did um i don't know if they i mean if even if they do well even if they do like two packs so that they could kind of fit it in a similar box they could probably get about as far do a five pack of the electric mayhem like they have for the Psycho Rangers in Power Rangers. And that seems to be doing well. I, haven't, I don't know numbers, sales numbers, but like that, that seems to be, I've seen that all over Twitter and it's kind of blowing up. So I think that if Hasbro did that, it'd be pretty great. Um, I think it'd be a pretty successful line. Um, but that's my bias as a Muppets fan and a Hasbro fan uh, because I've enjoyed Transformers for quite a while. And I enjoy Power Rangers even though I don't have any of other figures. Uh, and I want the figures. But that's beside the point because this is a Muppets podcast. And I think I'm going to end it there. And thank you very much for, to Anchor for hosting this podcast for me. If you'd like to get a hold of me, uh, you can tweet the show at Old Frog and Piggy. All one word. Capitals where you think they might be. And uh, it's been Play Me Out. Thanks to Uh-oh. be Uh-oh. Uh-oh.